Hi, I'm Aaron Selbig. And we are the Latchkey Kids. Oh boy, the Latchkey Kids are back. We're better than ever. We're bold and we're beautiful. Yes, sirree. <laughs> we're headed headed to the general hospital after this. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> I don't know any more soap operas, and I don't know how we got on this tangent to begin with. Okay. It's not a time to be watching soap operas, Dr. Amy, because it is summertime, everybody. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, fun. Yes. Ooh, watermelon. Oh, yes, please. Yes. No, too expensive. No, I can't do that. <laughs> can't fly anywhere either. Also too expensive. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I remember we knew which week. We would go one week every year, and we knew which week it was. We were signed up, and we would just spend all summer looking forward to that one week where we could escape the desert heat of the Metro Phoenix area and go to the slightly less oppressive heat of northern Arizona. <laughs> right? Uh Yes, Skyway Camp. That was different. That was more like a North Korean, like prisoner of war kind of a. It was more like that, you know, where you had to sit on the concrete and the dirt and eat your lunch out of your igloo cooler until your parents came to pick you up, which, which, with our parents was like seven o'clock. <laughs> Yes, but go back and listen to our our day camp episode. We have an episode. We're talking about Skyway Camp was was run by the YMCA and I, and still is to this day. By the way, it's still there. It's nestled in a little valley at the foothills of some mountains just south of Prescott, Arizona, which is in the Mogollon Rim country where the desert starts to turn into mountains and there's pine trees and there's beautiful rock formations. And it really is. It's some of the most beautiful country that America has to offer. It really is a wonderful, wonderful place. And gosh, we loved it. We look forward to it all summer. Oh, so good. Yes. Yes, independent for the first time. No comforts of home. You're not in your own bed. You don't have all your snacks. There's no Velveeta in the refrigerator. There's no refrigerator. Yes. Yes. I remember we would, when we, and you know, and it was always the same. You know, summer camp was always the same. The first day, you were nervous and scared and like maybe thinking, I'm not sure actually if this is a good idea or not. I don't know. 
any of these people. None of these kids and adults. I don't know any of them. And then by the last day, just one short week later, you were crying your eyes out because you did not want to go home. Right? You didn't want to leave your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What? <laughs> and you love packing, yes. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do remember the chapstick. Yeah, like we never used chapstick it living in the desert where it's extremely dry, but for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we needed it <laughs> only at Skyway Camp. That was the only time we used chapstick. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. All of it, all of it Coleman brand. Do you remember that? Because Dad was Dad loved. Dad had Coleman everything. He had a Coleman stove. He had the Coleman oven, which is a thing. He had, we had Coleman sleeping bags. We had the plastic green Coleman flashlights. We had the old style metal canteens. Do you remember? They would look like a flying saucer, you know? We had those. Like, God, we're, we're so old. We're so, we should do a podcast about all this stuff. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how the water tasted out of the Coleman metal flying saucer canteen? It, it tasted like liquid tin, basically. It was delicious. It tasted like fun. <laughs> no, there was no. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, the day before summer camp, you'd get out the canteen and you'd pour out the water from last year. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's what happened to me. And then finally the day would come, the day to get on the bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, shout. Yes, 85. Oh, yeah. That song must have just come out like the week before we went to Skyway because it was, that was the song. That was the song, and it was the only song anybody wanted to listen to. Uh, where did you sit on the bus, Dr. Amy? I bet I know. <laughs> In the front with all the nerds. <laughs> right. <laughs> where know where the know where the first aid kit is in case there's an emergency, right? Know where all the exit windows are, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes 
Yes. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I I was always. Oh, I can tell you. I can tell you what we were doing. We weren't doing anything that bad. Although I had a secret, I had a secret weapon for any and all bus trips, whether it was school, whether it was Skyway camp, whether it was marching band trips, whether it was, I mean, even honestly, church activities, because we would sometimes go on the bus for uh, St. Luke's Lutheran Church. We'd go places. Uh, I had a dirty joke book that dad gave me, actually. <laughs> yeah, I had a book of dirty jokes. And I mean, and I, I don't have the book anymore. I don't know what happened to it, but I, but I still remember a lot of the jokes. And I mean, like, really, really bad. Like, not only, like, you know, gross jokes, sexual jokes, but also, like, just totally, really problematic jokes, you know? Like, those were in there, too, you know? Yeah, it was a different time. No, no, it was terrible. Because he's dad, and he thought it was hilarious. Well, he wanted me to be popular with somebody and not the bus driver. So I had the joke book. So I would be back there telling off-color jokes. And I was I was the life of the back of the bus party, Dr. Amy. You know? So so I, I had my... I, I remember one year, and I'll tell you more about this a little bit later, because... Skyway Camp was, I mean, we cannot emphasize enough how much both of us just absolutely loved Skyway Camp, and it was a great experience, and for the most part, it was a wholesome experience, although it's, sometimes it wasn't, at least for me, okay. And, okay. and I remember one year on the bus, there was a busload of troubled kids from Las Vegas that... Yeah, troubled youth. There were some troubled teens. They were in must. They were from Las Vegas. They, I think they were. I know. I think they must have been in some sort of like legal diversion program or something, where it was like either you go to jail or we're sending you to Skyway Camp. And they were, man, they were not like they were not like the rest of us. I, I picture them like <laughs> they, they were like the greasers and like the outsiders. You know, they were like kind of like that, like they. They had switchblade combs, probably. You know, I don't know. Anyway, they were... It only happened, as I recall, it only happened that one year, and then maybe the YMCA people were like, you know what, <laughs> these, we can't be mixing these kids anymore. These troubled kids, they need to have their own camp where they learn how to boost cars or whatever. <laughs> Right. Well, the the troubled kids would have a, a bad influence on me. I'll get to that a little bit later on. But for right now, we're on the bus. The air starts getting a little cooler. You climb up into the Mogollon Rim country, and the, the scenery changes from cactus to shrub brush to you see start seeing some pine trees, and you smell... The air smells different, and it's much cooler. And oh my gosh, we're almost there, Doctor Amy. And then what happens when we finally arrive on the beautiful grounds and the cabins of Skyway Camp? Oh, it's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Who was usually like, like, I want to say like college age kids usually, weren't they? Some of them were maybe a little older, but I think they were usually like college age kids. Anyway, they were really cool. And we thought all the, we like worshiped all the counselors. They were our heroes and we wanted to be them. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, me too. I was an assistant counselor at day camp one year. Yes. A CIT, that's right. You remember that. Yes. I was a CIT. But I never graduated past CIT. So and I never got to be a summer camp counselor. And now I'm probably far too old. I wouldn't be able to keep up with all these kids. But just just to set the scene, I mean Skyway Camp looked a lot like probably any if you've been to summer camp before it looked like that it had very old rustic cabins i mean old i mean skyway camp goes back to like the 30s i think is when it was built uh we'll talk about it a little bit later in the in the episode it had a main hall like a dining hall chow hall whatever you want to call it building like kind of in the middle and then it just had all these cabins all around with trails that went all between and and then you had all your activities and everything and but it was just it was just such a such a magical magical place <laughs> well the the first one that jumps to mind is they let us shoot guns like actual 22 rifles they let us shoot 22 rifles at this place can you believe that i i don't know if they still do that or not maybe but wow it was it seemed like dangerous because it was, and uh, yeah, they let us do it, and it was a lot of fun. We did archery, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I knew about guns and archery already, and so did, yeah. Yeah, we, we grew up that way because our dad was a hunter, and, you know, we, we he taught us about guns, and I took an NRA uh, rifle course when I was like 10 or 11 years old, something like that, which was actually really good. And I, yeah, I actually got a lot out of that and I kind of, you know, recommend such things they are good to know. Uh, we used to go boulder climbing at Skyway camp. Did you ever do that? Or was that just boys that did that? Remember there was boulder. Yeah. Boulder formations here and there. And some of them were huge. Like they were really hard to get up and, you would try to climb on top of the boulders. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we would go on hikes. There was a creek nearby. There was like a reservoir, I believe, that we would swim in. Is that right, Dr. Amy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where Jason Voorhees would come out of the water and grab you and pull you down into the lake, right? Remember? In a world full of music about the rodeo, the big city. Organized crime in America, terrible time in America. You forget I'm in America. Ancient instruments and singing computers. How can you possibly cover it all? 
Well, take a trip with Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids from Interlochen Public Radio, and we'll show you around a world full of awesome classical music. I'm Kate Botello, your host, and we at Classical Sprouts want you to know that classical music is for everyone to enjoy, and you can enjoy it even more if you know about some of its history or how it's made. Join me at Classical Sprouts to learn about everything from ballet to bagpipes with awesome music and musical guests. Take a trip around the musical world with Classical Sprouts from Interlochen Public Radio. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Do you remember one day during the week, I think it was towards the end, like Thursday or Friday, we got to go horseback riding. Do you remember that? That was... Yes, it was. Yeah. And not just like ponies going around in a circle either. Like you got to go out on the trail. Yeah, on a real horseback ride. Yeah, and a real pony named Sparkle Puss. And <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then there was arts and crafts. I made lanyards like I was the lanyard master. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, do you remember lanyards? Yeah. They are. They're just plastic things. Yeah, and you loop them. You we it's weaving plastic two pieces of colored plastic. Actually, you can use more than two, in different colors. And there's different patterns you can do. And you make it ends up. It always ends up a keychain. I mean, I don't know. You, there's no practical use for these things. Yeah, it's a keychain. Yeah. But I got real good at it. And I remember one year there was this little French kid. I don't know if he was in some sort of diversion program. He got kicked out of France for being bad because he was kind of bad, actually. <laughs> but he was he was this little shrimpy kid, but he was he was like Gandalf at lanyards. He was like, I mean, he knew how to do the corkscrew pattern. I don't know if you've ever seen that. He taught me how to do the corkscrew pattern, and he taught me how to swear in French. So thank you, little French kid, for that. What about you, Dr. Amy? What else was there? I don't remember doing any friendship. That must Maybe that was a girl thing. I don't know. Although I do, I do love a good friendship bracelet, though, so I'm kind of... Yeah, I don't know. I guess lanyards were more manly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had to bring a bunch of water. It was pretty far. I don't know exactly. I mean, it it, it it probably it seems like it was like twenty miles. I'm sure it was not that far. It was probably like five miles, but it seemed really far. I don't think it was twenty miles. Yeah. It's a routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they would play Reveille, as I recall. They would, you know, they would play Reveille over the loudspeakers like we're in the army. 
And then we would all get up. And I don't remember if we took a shower in the morning. I think we did that in the evening, maybe. I'm not sure. When did we take showers? I don't Maybe we didn't take showers. I don't know. But regardless, you all the cabins would come to the middle of the Skyway camp to the big dining hall. We would gather in a huge circle outside and we would raise the flag. Do you remember that? They'd raise the flag. Did we sing like the national anthem or something or stars? Did we, there's had to be a song. Yes, there was so many, lots of patriotism and marching and singing. Yes. And then we would all go inside the giant chow hall and we would eat breakfast. And I remember the food was not good. I, I, I it was like watery instant eggs, I believe. Powdered milk. Yeah. It was pretty bad, as I recall. And then the lunch was like, you know, mushy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, maybe. I don't know. It was something like that. I don't really remember. I at the, I don't remember probably not really caring because you just wanted to eat and get the hell out of there so you could go make lanyards and shoot yeah, rifles, you know? Oh, man. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did, were you you were able to sign up, weren't you? I think you signed up for whatever you want. So you would. Yeah, that's right. Mm hmm. So you could kind of it was kind of like, you know, you were like when you get to middle school and for the first time you're allowed to pick your classes, that kind of I, that still blows my mind. Um, and it was kind of like that. You could pick what you wanted to do. And of course, and there was, you know, there was quite a bit of gender, you know, kind of some of the stuff was ended up being kind of gendered. It seemed like, I don't know, like all the boys went and did the riflery. There weren't a lot of girls doing that. And I was usually one of the few boys in the arts and crafts, but I didn't care because I loved lanyards, you know, so. <laughs> Oh, I know how to do it. I still know how to do it. Yeah, I could do it right now. I'm going to go get some. I'm going to go down to Michael's after this recording. <laughs> oh, that's good. We could sell it when we go on tour. What do you remember about the bathrooms and the showers? I yeah, that's what I was thinking. They were moldy. Yes. Did you have to go in there all at once with your whole cabin? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Old. Right. Right. There may have been a few possums or raccoons in there. Who knows? Yeah. And then in the evening, and then I remember you would get a little bit of free time. Uh, and then in the evening, it was campfire time. Oh, gosh. My favorite. The smell of the campfire all throughout the camp. 
we would have there wasn't like one huge campfire was there wasn't it like we all kind of had our own little campfires is that how it was i don't really remember or was there one large campfire hmm well there one thing's for sure there was more singing <laughs> right like um i i remember little bunny foo foo that was the song we did little bunny foo foo hopping through the forest scooping up the field mice and bopping them on the head and along came the good fairy or something yeah yeah a little bunny foo foo you are acting bad <laughs> you get the hell out of here you're going to jail <laughs> yes that's how it went and then there was boom chicka boom do you remember boom chicka boom i said a boom chicka boom i said a boom chicka boom boom chicka rocka chicka rocka chicka boom and then you would repeat it and yes a lot of fun that one was what else i'm having a hard time thinking of there was a lot of singing in the round like you talked about the girl scout songs that you would do where we attempted to sing in the round a lot of like hmm yes oh yeah skits yeah you would do skits yep mm-hmm there was also yes you were working on your skit I don't remember any of the skits that we did, so they couldn't have been that good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, there was a dance. There was a there was a covered pavilion thing where they would have the dance. Uh like a huge gazebo type deal. And I remember when we were younger, I was like, why does anybody care about this? And then when I was about 12, I realized why everybody cared. I suddenly cared about it very, very much. Right? Did you have any summer camp romances, Dr. Amy? Really? Yeah? Do tell. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> really? What the hell was in there? <laughs> He's giving you some money. <laughs> That would never happen in a million years. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, did I? Oh my God. I would like to I would like to address the next portion of this podcast to Lisa Torpy. Probably prob probably not her last name anymore. She is from Scott she was from Scottsdale, Arizona. She would be about 48, 49 years old now. Uh, Lisa, if you're out there. <laughs> well, I just she's the one that got away. I got to do this. Okay, just let me do this. Lisa, just get a hold of me, okay? Uh, wh- however you can. All right, that's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, Lisa Torpy, she was um, also 12 or 13. She was very skinny, like me, and tanned. We were all like yeah. that. Um, she was from Scottsdale, so she was fancy. She had fancy clothes. She must have been rich. Um, and I don't think we actually kissed, but we held hands a lot. We held hands and we danced at the dance for sure. And that was, and she was taller than me because we were at that age where all the girls are taller than all the boys, you know, she was taller than me. She had short hair, which was unusual. And I found alluring. Um, (laughs) But it was really, that was my first girlfriend ever. And wow. Wow. What a, oh yeah, oh yeah, what a formative experience that was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I remember we would exchange phone numbers and physical addresses because that's, you know, what you did at the time. And we were Lisa Torpy and I were positive that we were going to stay in touch. We were going to see each other all the time and we were going to get married soon. And I remember having one phone call with her. I think I had one phone call. Like a few days after summer camp, and I never saw her again. As the kids say today, I believe I was ghosted. (laughs) I got ghosted. So you know what, Lisa Torby, if you're out there, who needs you anyway? You know, my life worked out just fine. Thank you very much. I ended up not marrying someone from summer camp. (laughs) Oh... Do you remember hmm Do you remember mail time? We we'd get mail in the afternoon. Like our parent they must have sent the stuff like the week before camp, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Mhm. Probably. Yeah, we would get things. Yeah, and some kids would get cookies and stuff. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I I don't I don't remember getting anything like that. And then we would write letters home because, I mean, because you're gone for an entire week, so you have to. It's like you're, it's like you're you know traveling up the Amazon River or something. You have to write home. 
Um, and then we had a camp store, and our parents would put money before camp started. They'd put money in your camp store, 20 bucks or whatever, and then you could get, like, all I remember is popsicles. Yes. They had popsicles and ice cream, and then, you know, yeah, stuff like that. And then they also had necessities, like cherry chapstick or whatever in case you ran out right toothpaste yeah right and you could buy stuff yeah the camp store <laughs> right it's just like prison it's the prison commissary totally you shuffle up to the window next uh could i please have a bullet pop and then after the singing and the campfire, we would go back to the cabin, which were filled with spiders usually, right? And yes, in that part of the world, there are tons of daddy long legs. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true, we'll have to Google this later, that daddy long legs are actually quite poisonous and can kill you, except for the fact that their tiny little mouths aren't big enough to do anything to your skin. I don't know. Is that true or is that like, I heard that on the internet somewhere. <laughs> it's probably true. Anyway. No, they're not. They want to kill you. They, they desperately want to kill you. They just can't because they're a tiny mouse. That's what I heard. Anyway, we'll look that up later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yes. I know. I remember the, the I remember some of the staple, the staple ghost stories. You remember the hitchhiker where the, there's two guys driving late at night and there's a girl hitchhiking and they pick her up and they take her to the dance or something and they let her borrow the coat and I won't give away the ending, but it's not what they see, what she seems. She's not what she seems. Yeah. 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 And then there was the, uh, uh, and then there was the, um, oh, what else was there? There was the hook, the guy with this. There's a, there, there are always people driving in cars. There's a guy. Well, that one was there was a boyfriend and girlfriend. They went to Lover's Lane and they were parked there. And then the radio comes on and a guy says a homicidal maniac just escaped from prison. And he, he's identifiable because he's missing a hand and he has a hook for a hand. And they're like, oh, no, that's scary. We should get out of here. And they drive away. And then when they get home, the hook is like attached to the door handle of the car. So scary. Yes, the high beams. Yes, yeah. 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 Do you check your back seat? Well, one of these times it might be true. So lock your doors, everybody. Uh, huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> yes, we did. It wasn't an accident. We joined a cult on purpose. It was the it was the Raggers, which is such a terrible name. The Raggers No, it was a it was a bandana it was just a colored bandanas that you would wear around your neck and they had like a little clasp, I believe, that would hold them in place. And I looked it up online because I, I, like you, I wasn't sure if I was even remembering this correctly because uh, it seems such a weird thing. But it is an official YMCA thing, and it still exists today. It's been a YMCA tradition since 1914, and, and it represents, and I quote, a physical reminder of what goals a camper is currently working on. The color of a rag indicates what type of goals the individual is working on, physical, mental, spiritual, community, and more. I don't remember any of these goals at all. I just remember wearing like a red bandana around my neck and not really having any idea what it was all about. But we were very proud of it, though. Yeah. Yes, and joining a cult. Yep. Yeah. We have with the Las Vegas kids. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, summer camp wasn't always fun and games, right, Doctor Amy? It wasn't always amazing. Vaguely, yes. You had to go home. Yeah. 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 Well, and now we know what that was. <laughs> I mean, you have health issues. Yeah. Right. I thought you were just being an annoying baby. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. God, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it also, summer camp wasn't as wholesome as it seemed. As we mentioned before, there were the troubled teens from Las Vegas. And guess what they did once we got, I, I ended up, once we got there, I was in a cabin with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in a cabin with them. I remember... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they stuck. Maybe they were like, this kid needs to get streetwise. I don't know what was going on. But they put me with the Las Vegas troubled teens. And I remember there was like, I don't know if this happened ever with the girls, Dr. Amy, but I asked my wife about her summer camp experience. She went to summer camp in, in Michigan and she remembered there was a fair bit of like hazing and bullying going on. And I remember, I remember a little bit of that. I remember there certain kids would get picked out and picked on, just like in school, you know. Um, and I always really, really tried to avoid that to being that kid. But I remember the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas troubled teens introduced me to smoking cigarettes, Doctor Amy. How about that? Yay! So I had a. Yeah, such a wonderful lifelong addiction that I had. 
I didn't quit smoking until like five years ago. Thankfully, I was able to do that. But yeah. So thank you, Las Vegas Troubled Teens. While everybody else was out singing Kumbaya, we were out in the woods behind the cabin smoking Marlboro Reds. Yay! <sighs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Still going. Yeah. Still going. Still going strong. That's crazy. It's probably the original cabins, too. <laughs> mm. Former Republican presidential candidate, Barry Goldwater. Yeah. Yeah. His. Sorry. No, his cabin was was nearby. We used to hike there. He, yeah. Yeah, the Goldwater cabin. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Senator Goldwater. Yes. Mm hmm. Right. Yes. Shoot guns. Yes. Right. Lots of fun. Do they still shoot guns, I wonder? They do? Really? <gasps> they do skeet shooting? No way. Oh, that would be awesome. Wow. I love skeet shooting. They have paddle boarding? What? Get out of here. Okay, Skyway sounds like it's even more awesome than it was in the 80s. Man. Hmm. Oh my god, for adults, they would ha they could have mimosas instead of hot chocolate, right? <laughs> so I'm wondering, I'm wondering Dr. Amy, do kids still even go to sleepaway summer camp? Did did your kids go to summer camp? No. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Well, my older son, Gabe, he never went to summer camp because we lived in Alaska and every day was summer camp. Uh, and then my, my younger son, Otto, did go to Camp Wakeshma, which is just outside of Three Rivers, Michigan, which is the most summer campy summer camp you've ever seen. Like if you saw a movie about summer camp, it could be shot at Camp Wakeshma. It's just it's incredible. It looks like a summer camp. 
Uh, it's the same summer camp. It's also been in operation for like 100 years. It's the one my wife went to when she was a kid in the 80s. Uh, so he got to go there. He loved it. He kissed a girl at the dance. Yes. <laughs> yep. He told us all about it on the car ride home. Um, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm not sure. I, and I live in northern Michigan, and I live in summer camp land. There are summer camps all around here. And I can tell you that, yes, they are still very popular. I think they're more expensive than they used to be, although I'm sure a lot of them have scholarships and such. Uh, but they are so popular that Camp Wakeshma, for instance, you have to know the exact moment that the registration opens. Like It opens like in January. And if you're not in there to register your kid in the first 10 minutes, your kid's not going to summer camp that year. It's like it's like that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Overnight camps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I want to go to camp. Badly. I so want to go. They got to have one for adults, really. Uh, all right. So what if you want to what if you live in Metro Phoenix and you want to send your kid to Skyway? What are you looking at? Really? Wow. Ooh. Oh. That sounds... That actually is fairly reasonable, maybe, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'd, you'd pay more than that for a hotel, you know, and you wouldn't get riflery classes at a hotel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh. Oh, really? Okay. Hmm. What? Wait, wait what are we doing? <gasps> oh. Oh, that is wonderful. What a great idea, Amy. And I would like to chip in for that as well. And we will make a donation. And maybe we can send a kid to Skyway Camp. Oh, that's awesome. Yay, summer camp. Did you go to summer camp, Latchkey Kids listeners? If you did, you know what to do. Go to our Facebook page, the Latchkey Kids. And on the post for this episode, tell us all about your summer camp experience. Did you learn to smoke cigarettes? Did you get hazed or bullied? We want to hear all about it. Was there a riflery incident at your summer camp? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Tell us all the dirt. Oh, man. This is making me really want to go to summer camp instead of go to work on Monday. So I think I'm going to do that instead. All right. Thank you, Dr. Amy. That was a lot of fun. A stroll to the cool pines of Prescott, Arizona and Skyway Camp. We'll be back with more Latchkey Kids next week. Until then... Bye-bye, everybody.
Bye-bye.